Hey there, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Existential Wanderer podcast. This one, I think you guys will like. It's got humor. We talk about religious trauma, spiritual trauma. We just kind of talk about it all at most, and you get to hear this woman's story, um, and actually how me and this woman met. We met through Instagram, and we just have been talking like back and forth about like deconstruction and what that looks like for both of us, and just and also. what like religious trauma was like growing up, believing toxic beliefs and things of that nature. But also we go into uh, just like we go, we at the end of it, we'll, we kind of just, we go into like a little bit of a talking about just like love, you know? light and that we are truly and inherently loved at the end of, at the end of the day it was a great episode and uh, I think you guys might like it um, this woman her name is Olya Ferninko and uh, um, yeah she was just really fun to talk with and so yeah this is the episode Deconstructing with Oya Verninko. Hope you guys enjoy it. Welcome to the Existential Wanderer Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Jenkins. And today I have a very special guest. And it's actually someone I met, yeah, through Instagram. And yeah. So, and her name is Oya Verninko. Did I get that correct? Yeah, you did great. Awesome. Awesome. So, yeah. And so, yeah, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Austin. I'm so excited. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Yes, together, right? Yeah. (laughs) In the same boat. Yep. So the goal of this podcast is to basically, I guess, share your story and or about like not so great experience with the church or the sect of Christianity you were brought up in and to, uh, and to, yeah, basically kind of like share that stuff, whatever you you feel comfortable sharing. And then right. to, um, yeah, and just, oh, and also what you still hold on to in terms of Christianity and what you've let go of in terms of Christianity, or if you've just totally let go of it altogether. So, yep, that's basically what the show is about. But um, I guess before all that, um do you want to tell the listeners a a little bit about yourself sure i'd love to so my name is olya verninko i am half ukrainian and half belarusian um my first language is russian actually um i was born in latvia riga moved to the states um 1997 when i was nine years old and Yeah, and um, grew up very conservative in a Russian Baptist church. That's like all I knew since I was a little girl. And um, it just has been a crazy spiritual journey, crazy journey overall. And um, I just know that there are so many people going through this, and I'm just excited to just share my piece. 
awesome. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> so yes. if you have any questions, shoot Austin. Okay, you have full permission. Right? All right. Well, I guess the, you said Russian Baptist. That's, oh my God. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Like that, that sounds amazing. <laughs> amazing i don't know if amazing is the right word for it um, maybe because i've never heard of that that's probably why <laughs> yeah well well russia is known to be orthodox mainly but um there are a lot of fundamentalist evangelical christians in russia and like um, pentecostal christians right and baptist christians so i grew up baptist and that's very different than American Baptist because um, there's a whole different layer of conservative and strict and rules. So it does not compare to American Baptist Church. I think they got rules in American Baptist <laughs> Church. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, in a Russian Baptist Church, you cannot wear earrings, makeup, jewelry. You can't clap you can't dance you pretty much can't express yourself you have to be like rigid and holy and conservative <laughs> and submissive and all that stuff no no drug sex and rock and roll for sure none of that like, <laughs> no fun fun is banned that's so yeah, i grew that's... up pretty much without fun <laughs> wow mm. so i am making up for that now in my life <laughs> <laughs> especially with the rock and roll gotcha oh my god oh my god actually that's not my genre but yes i do go dance that's, and that's more, um, that's i enjoy concerts <laughs> i guess i was thinking about myself when i said that anyway oh totally cool i i believe everybody should do themselves whatever floats your boat whatever makes you happy okay well i guess um where i could start would be like how like so you said russian baptist like when okay so i guess i could ask when did you start to deconstruct or when did you start to like kind of notice things weren't right within the system mm -hmm. called church <laughs> um actually it happened um in 2014 for me Oh, wow. Um, yeah, but it was kind of subconscious because I didn't know why I was having all these questions rise up and like I didn't know where it was coming from. But in 2014, I went through a divorce and and I was questioning like, where is God and how come other churches like they say that God is there, like more of God is there and like how come I am missing out on this whole different aspect of of God and um, it kind of took me on a God chase which was really bad and good now I could say it's good because I'm on this side but back then it did not feel good I just I just didn't realize what was happening honestly so yeah so 2014 was the year? Uh-huh. Yes. Wow. I was still going to church then. I mean, I was, I was, <laughs> well, that's because I had a, I was a, I guess I was more or less like late to the game, I guess. Um, but anyway, so. Yeah, well, like, 2014, like, because when, when a person goes through some kind of emotional crisis, they nor I think typically ask unusual questions or begin to like dig deeper mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. for me I just wanted my in a way broken heart to come back together and the only way I knew how was through church or like through healing or you know I just didn't I really was disconnected from my own humanity and my own emotions. Like I, in my opinion, a majority of Christians or religious people are because we're taught to listen to someone's rules and ideas and really feel disconnected from ourselves. So 
with the chaos inside of me, I didn't know what to do. And I just had my old foundation, so and old lenses. So my way of healing myself and trying to find God was to go deeper into church and and uh, just see what happens. <laughs> hmm. Like go deeper in church. Like, what do you mean by that? Well, since I grew up Baptist, like like I told you, they didn't really believe in like Holy Spirit and tongues and gifts and miracles and all of that. So I got introduced in 2014-15 to Pentecostal and Charismatic churches. And all of a sudden I'm like, okay, well, you Baptists, you suck. And these people right here, they have it figured out. <laughs> so, and it was so different from me, like, you know, um, going from a Russian church to an American church, like, oh, they can wear shorts to church and they clap and it's, it's not a sin. So I was attracted to the initial freedom that seemed like freedom from where I was coming from. So it was super attractive to me. And I was like, yeah, yeah, they have the answers. So I was drawn to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. And <laughs> Little did I know that it was going to all come back and bite me in the ass. <laughs> 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 I did. Yeah. Yeah. So um, should I keep going? I mean, you can if you want. I was actually, I was actually about to ask. Um, no, go ahead. Like when you came to the states, uh huh. Like, uh, uh, or sorry, when like when like when did you like what was the first church you you went to? Or you don't have to say the name, but I mean, what kind of church was it that you went to when you first came to the to to the states? Sure. Yeah. So. Uh, when I moved to the States, we moved into a Russian community that was already established because majority of immigrants that come to the States, they would move either where you have relatives or where there's churches that are sponsoring you. So I moved in into uh, like a Russian community that was getting established and churches were getting established. So my family just normally went to a Russian Baptist church right away. It was just there already. So, and there was help and everything. So I grew up in the United States, but I really grew up in a Russian community in the United States. Got you. Okay. Yeah. And like, uh, I didn't really get to choose what I wanted. Well, back then you're a kid, you really don't know anything anyway. But it was where your parents took you and where they told you to go and how they told you to think, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And, um... But like the foundation of pretty much of how I grew up was hellfire and brimstone. You're a sinner. Mm -hmm. You're evil. There's nothing good in you. Be careful. If you do anything wrong, you're going to go to hell and you're going to burn yeah. there forever and your skin is going to come off and God will not even like feel sorry for you. And that's it. So growing up with as a little girl in, in such <laughs> toxic beliefs was very shaping and very um, terrifying. Honestly, it instilled like core fear, fear of life, fear of God, fear of dying, just all the things that come with it. Oh, yeah, I definitely relate. I mean, yeah, I remember when I was like, in I think I was in first or second grade. And I remember going to this daycare provider who was showing me these uh, movies on uh, thinking, I don't know, have you heard of Left Behind? Like the Left Behind Oh, movies. my goodness. Oh, I, I, yeah. Yeah, the, I've um, seen them. There was a, I have too. I've seen all of them. 
Uh, I know. Uh, so, <laughs> so, yeah. There was on one movie, uh, which was horribly made, I might add. It was called uh, Escape from Hell. Yeah, that was Oh my nice. gosh. Yeah, Sounds it was, terrifying it, it was for terrifying. a kid. Yeah, Yeah. it was pretty terrifying. <laughs> it was not Oh good. my God. And I'm sorry. so, yeah, it was, yeah, that was fun. Not really. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah. that, and very recently, a few months ago, I like realized that like I was, my curiosity <laughs> was led by, basically was, was ignited because of my trauma of, for like curious, like wanting to know like what happens after we die and just all that Hmm. Right. stuff. And so, yeah, But it was I totally fear-based. relate. Definitely fear-based. Yes. Yeah, it wasn't even like the love of God. Yeah, Like it any was, kind of good thing. It was I like, was, you're going to go to hell, so watch out. yeah, I was taught, uh, I, yeah, it was, I was taught Christianity out of fear rather than love. And so, and it's like, that's what really messes people up and Oh ends my up. God. Oh my God. Yes. And that's what people, that's why we're like deconstructing. <laughs> and also that's why we're all a little bit fucked up for a lot. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, Yeah. that, that's fair. <laughs> Yeah. Well, when you're, we are so young as children, like I remember um, in the United States, they had like a youth service and they would put a, um a casket on the stage and put a mirror inside of it and everybody had to walk by and they would say if you're gonna die you're gonna if you don't accept jesus in your heart and change your life you're gonna die you're going straight to hell like <laughs> you know it was just all these tactics of forcing people to get saved and be afraid of life and be afraid of your own humanity and all of it. Right. Yeah, It's just like that's you very can't, shaping. can't trust yourself type thing. Yeah. Oh, totally. Mm I hmm never trusted myself, ever. I don't, yeah. Did you? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm dealing no, with self-sabotage. I, I was so disconnected. Oh, my God. Yeah, totally makes sense. Same. I didn't even know I had emotions. Like, I didn't. I was so disconnected from my body, like gut feeling, like, what is that? Intuition, what is that? What is intuition, Like, y'all? oh What my is intuition? God. <laughs> yeah, the only intuition I was thought was um, a white man behind a pulpit telling me what to do. That was my, my God for life or whatever. Yeah, it's like, because, I mean, no one says, no one uses the word intuition in church. I've never heard that No. word used at all, because, you know, that's satanic. You can't. Oh yeah. Because Yeah. they and then and of course they like throw the whole like uh, tr uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding, like that type of thing, and it's just like, Oh my god, you know that verse by heart too. of course, of course I <laughs> do. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. It's that verse scared me too because there's another one that says like your heart is wicked or like whatever you cannot trust yourself. Yeah, dis deceitful above all things or something like that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> And yep. every time I would be deconstructing that verse would like pop, pop out at me. And I was like, Oh fuck. Like, can I trust myself? Like, am I doing the right thing? Like, I think part of this big fear comes from a lot of the scriptures that we learned as kids, you know? It's like programming. It's programming is what it is. Oh, totally. Yeah. So I Yeah. guess I want to go into like more of like, yeah, I guess more of like, yeah, like deconstructing, like deconstruction. Like, so you said 2014 was when you started, like when, like, was that like when you were like just questioning or like when, like, was Twenty, that moment yeah. where you just started just going like deeper? Like, when did you start like really like, Like, when did you, like, stop going to church and, like, start, like, really deconstructing, I guess, is my question. Okay, I'll give you my my little map that I have in my head. All right, So, cool. 2014, I moved from 
Baptist to American non-denominational. And at 2014, I, I moved into Pentecostal and charismatic. Okay. Because I thought they had all the answers. So mm -hmm. a lot that I would say that deconstruction started there because I began to question my childhood foundation. Like, how come in this church they say this, and then in this church they say that? And how come in that church they say that, and they, it doesn't match, you right. know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I feel like I finished my religious journey, and that ended um, like a year and a half or a couple years ago, where I, I don't go to church anymore. Right. Yeah, kind of like when COVID started and everybody was watching church online and then just being surrounded by great friends and open-minded people. And yeah, it just all came crashing down because I would say that the deeper I got into church, the worse I felt, like physically, mentally, the more fear I had. I got anxiety, I got panic attacks, I had nightmares, like, because the deeper I went, like, on my journey, the more toxic beliefs were introduced to me as truth, and not knowing how to be skeptical, because that was not a thing growing up, or how to think for yourself, or trust yourself, I just was like a sponge. I would just absorb everything. If you are older than me and I feel like you're closer to God, whatever that measurement is in churches, like I would just absorb everything. And it almost killed me. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like the whole, um, you know, like, I mean, of course, like with the whole, like if someone is older than you, it's like, you know, it's like, you know, you like see them as like an authority figure type thing or like right you know? and so it's yes. like it because like and it kind of like i've always i've heard like people say you know you don't you don't you don't question god like you know that type of thing. exactly <laughs> like, exactly yeah. and then of course after that was always like you know respect your elders or whatever oh my gosh like, yes 100 <laughs> percent yeah like, if they're older they hear from god directly and you just have to and you have to obey or uh, yeah so and yeah and uh going back to like a little bit to what you were saying about like when you got into like like the more you got into like like deeper into church like the more like un like like basically unhealthy things were going or getting yeah. for you yeah oh, totally. definitely like relate to that to an extent because yeah like especially with the nightmares i definitely had to like terrifying nightmares you um, did oh definitely oh um i don't think you told i never heard that from you <laughs> <laughs> well i have and uh, a lot of them were like yeah uh, a lot of them yeah. were basically just like of course they stemmed from just all the stuff that i was like that right. I, that was holding in that i was holding in my body like right a lot of the mm -hmm. beliefs like a lot of the just yeah, very, um, I guess you'd call them like spiritual attacks, quote unquote. Right, that's what they call them, yeah. Yeah, spiritual, spiritual attacks, spiritual warfare. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, well, could it be just trauma? <laughs> or could it be you telling me to believe all these crazy things and this is just my body cannot handle this toxic information? Right. And so, yeah, mm -hmm, yeah, but definitely like nightmares were a thing. Not so much now, thank goodness. Although I do get weird dreams. I think it's because I'm an empath, though. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> me too. I will have a nightmare once in a blue moon, but they used to be like every other eight, four years, yeah, pretty same. much. Yep, same. Just be like yeah. every every other night. <laughs> really, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. I can totally relate. So, like, yeah, but sorry, go man. ahead. Go on. Oh, I was just going to say, like, the deeper I got into church and I I um, volunteered to do Sozo. Have you heard of Sozo? 
I know like the word that word okay so it's it's a Greek word but I don't know like yeah yeah (laughs) I don't I'm not like I don't I don't even know what it stands for but it's inner healing and deliverance in church so I got to like yeah so Mm -hmm. all of that is so spiritual like they will any problem that you have they will just spiritualize it and then you have to repent and you have to denounce and renounce and say these prayers and it's just a lot of in my opinion unhelpful ways of helping people and actually i think it's more traumatizing because they call your emotions they demonize your emotions they they <laughs> yeah they pretty much tell you that you're like in warfare and all of that when you just, you know, you're just experiencing trauma and it's totally normal and nothing evil is trying to get you. Whereas they tell you that, no, there's evil always trying to get you. And so you end up living in this paranoia. And I just feel like that's so toxic. And so, um, yeah, go ahead. I was to say, so they basically spiritually gaslight you. <laughs> Oh my God. Yes. 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 I would. Yes. That sounds really right. Like that's, I love how you said that. It's like you tell them you have a headache and they'll tell you it's a headache demon. Like (laughs) (laughs) a headache. No, I'm serious. I'm serious. Like there's demon for everything. There's demon for masturbation. There's demon for marine (laughs) spirit. Oh my God. I was like, so you end up living in this Harry Potter world and you if you really believe that as truth, you just end up being fucked like you're fucked. A masturbation demon? Oh gosh. Yeah, I, I even like know the names. Don't make me even go there. Please. Yeah. No. No, no. We're not gonna go there. <laughs> I I have a feeling yeah. that would be X-rated. <laughs> so <laughs> We're not well, we there. we need all audience, Austin. I mean, it's, it's real <laughs> conversation here. Real conversation. It's so real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a whole different can of worms that uh, I'm willing to. Open, that we're but... going to have to probably keep closed. <laughs> 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 it's your podcast. So you tell me. <laughs> so. <laughs> so I can't get oh the thing. That was that was too funny. <laughs> anyway, I mean it's bad. I mean. It's just, but it's just funny the way it sounds. Well, you know, a lot of a lot of people can relate to this. Like, you know how everybody was told in church not to masturbate. You know that. Oh yeah, (laughs) yeah. Wasn't there? I swear there was one guy who actually a conservative pastor or a televangelist who thought like masturbation wasn't a wasn't like a bad thing. Like, I just can't remember. What I can't remember the guy's name. Well, he's a first. I've never heard of that. Uh, I don't. I don't want to say the name, but I think. I, yeah, it's okay. You don't have. Yeah, to. I'm not going to say his name. Not on my podcast. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, what else? Okay. <laughs> Sorry, sidetracked. Yeah. So I ended my story to like inner healing and deliverance and. And the church spiritualizing everything to where you end up living in a paranoid world, like Harry mm. Potter world, you know? Yeah. Like and like you're in constant state of fear. You're mm-hmm. like, oh my God, this person might have demons. Oh my God, she's a Jezebel. Oh my God, do I have demons? Like you just, you're, you're just like, it's such an awful state to be in. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, for me, I <laughs> the kind of church I went to wasn't really like that. It was more of like basically learning just a bunch of like theological terms and mm-hmm. learning just a whole bunch of and learning like historical, like more like biblical, biblical stuff. And mm-hmm. so they they didn't really like I've I remember like in particular 
one year someone had mentioned like they don't like pray for people like they used to because they weren't doing that at one point they were it was kind of like they were just they would do the worship the sermon and then that would be it and then really uh uh-huh and then um yeah and then someone like mentioned like we shouldn't uh, they should be like praying and like being in the spirit more and that type of thing so um yeah then they started like calling people up to the front things like that i mean nobody was like falling out or anything or like getting right. slain in, sp- in the spirit or something nothing like that they were just mm-hmm. there there was just more of like if you need prayer come on up and so right it was like okay all right well and i mean and one of the last times like i ever went up for prayer was uh was actually 2019 and it was after a message um that one of the pastors was preaching on he was preaching from romans 13 talking about submitting to government authorities government people in in authority just and so and um there were some things that he said that i didn't necessarily agree with especially when it came to uh uh, when it came to um, uh, when black people were black men, black women were being killed on the daily by by white police officers, yeah. and um, and so because I think like what the pastor said, he said something about how like uh, uh, people in authority or people in like yeah and like in uh government or in mm-hmm. like positions of power are servants for god that type of thing right right yeah. i was taught the same thing i was yeah. taught that you like you listen to government like they're put there in that position by god by and god yes to. right yeah and so i'm sure that's from the bible somewhere it's in romans 13 okay and okay. um and but like what really got me was like okay well what about what's going on in the world right now where these like these police officers are killing innocent black men and women like what Mm -hmm. do we what about that like what (laughs) like no one's talking about this and like we need to talk about it because these guys are these guys cannot be of god they're killing like people right exactly so And so it really was, that was like one thing that really bothered me that was kind of like, just, I'm like, I can't like let this go. So I went up and I actually like. Wow. I'm so proud of you. You went up. Good. I went up and I was like, Hey, like I have an issue with what you said. (laughs) So wow. I mean, I was respectful about it. And I was just like, I'm like, Hey, like, I just don't. I don't think I agree with what you said, like with some of the things, and especially. And um, and what was surprising to me is I was like with some of the other people that that I was talking to before I went up was um, uh, I was like they're actually agreeing with what I had said. I was like, yeah, like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't. And then one guy I remember he said something like, if um, he's like, yeah, like if you're if you're not uh questioning what he said like you're not really then you're not really paying attention <laughs> was like, Ooh. Mm. Ooh. wow yeah, yeah was, they will they'll they'll try to shut you down real quick right yeah but it was it was um i mean that was probably like one of the last times i was ever in church because and mm-hmm. and so and that was around 2019 uh mm-hmm. like probably like towards the beginning of 2019 maybe uh, like spring spring of 2019 I think and then yeah by like yeah around that same time after that sermon I decided to kick rocks and leave so but I was good also, I'm so glad that you, you you listened to your gut and then you you went and said what you had to say and didn't put up with anything anymore you know 
I think it was more like my just me my my rage <laughs> well so rightly so right i think yeah. so i think so yeah. now <laughs> but yeah it was <laughs> yeah i mean well i think injustice should bring out like some sort of anger out of us because it's injustice right it's injustice it's not right yeah, yeah it's not right and um and that's like another thing that really kind of later hit me as I was deconstructing. Because by that time, I was reading uh, Searching for Sunday by Rachel Held Evans and just was seeing a lot of things within the church. I was just like, I don't necessarily like, right. like agree with what's like being done here or like the beliefs that are mm-hmm. being that are believed and so it was just like yeah see you later (laughs) you know so yeah but yeah so I guess we'll get to the part now where I ask what you still hold on to in terms of beliefs of Christianity and what you let go of or if you've just let go of the whole entire thing altogether Throwing the baby and the bathwater both out. <laughs> <laughs> I want. I I wanted to. I thought about that. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, it's a really good question. Um, I I just I couldn't throw the baby with the bathwater. I just couldn't. Like for me, the wrestling with God just was so honest and brutal to where like if you're that kind of god then i don't want anything to do with you like if you're a god that's that's like the god that i was raised with i mean i don't want anything to do with you and actually i had an experience um once where i just heard in my head like when i was praying like i heard a sentence that like you just serve me because you're afraid of me (laughs) i was like well no no fuck like (laughs) you're gonna burn me in hell of course i'm gonna fucking serve you (laughs) that's how i was raised you know and um so i i want to add something to this like part of my deconstruction was uh the shack have you heard of the shack i have heard of the shack yeah Oh, okay. So a movie came out. I think yeah. it was 2016, 17. So I saw that movie. It's by William Paul Young. And then I ended up um, at his conference in LA, actually, through a charismatic church. But um, I was sitting and listening to him speak. And I was like, this dude is crazy. Like, what kind of God? Like, did he just make this God up? Like, He's talking about God. He just is so kind and loves everybody. And he's not going to like punish anybody. Like he's, he is introducing to me a version of God that I've never heard before. So I'm like, you're crazy. This is like, um, what do you call it? Blasphemy. <laughs> right. And so five years later, I found, I find um, on Netflix, he, made like a series on his own personal shack and talking about his life story and like his journey through deconstruction and healing and, and like keeping his faith. And that like really, really touched me. And Mm. I think his story is what helped me hold on to faith, not to like the fundamental beliefs, like, for me personally, I don't believe in hell. I don't believe in a God that is bipolar or has two faces or any kind of God that would hurt any an ant. Like, I just cannot accept that. Like, it, it doesn't. If I can't, if, if God cannot be all good, I can't trust him. So, like, what kind of, you know. So... I am at a place where I still have like old religious fears. They just pop up because it's just so ingrained ingrained inside of me. But Mm -hmm. my compass in life is just love 
honestly. Sounds so fucking cheesy. But that's what I hold on to is just love. And like I can tell you that stripping away all the toxic fears and beliefs of punishment and all these scary consequences like my body began to kind of even heal itself like rebuild itself because I stopped having nightmares pretty much like my anxiety is almost zero like there's so much healing came from letting go of the core scary beliefs honestly because I don't I don't think we're meant to hold fear in our bodies like it's just even scientifically proven it's not good wow that's that's amazing yeah and no uh, it's not cheesy the whole the love <laughs> the love thing that's not cheesy at all because I definitely really? believe that same thing um Aww, although yeah. I mean it's like I mean, I don't even, like, I don't refer, uh, okay, I do kind of refer to, to God, not only as him, but also her, God, yeah. Father, mm-hmm. but also God, Energy, Mother, light, energy, universe, goodness, yeah, yes, universe, yeah, for love. sure. But also love is definitely, because I mean, it's like, I mean, like that verse, God is love, and I'm just like, okay, well, I can call God right. love then, because I mean god is love so yo love so exactly i don't even know why we need the rest of the bible and honestly i don't read the bible anymore i think i threw it away actually (laughs) (laughs) i hope my mom won't listen to this podcast but um (laughs) like part of my deconstruction was realizing that my childhood christianity was based on this book right and I was always told that the Bible has no errors. It, it is a word of God. It is your yeah. It mm-hmm. is your number one connection to God. And so yep. I started to like question this this book. Like, man, like whenever I would read the Bible, I don't know how you were, but I never felt good reading it. Like, yeah, I'll read the verse like God is love, but then it's like God told them to do this and that, and it's like never sat well with me. And so. I started researching and just looking up how the Bible was put together. And so um, after, well, what I, the book that I was listening to was um, questioning Jesus or something like that. I will have to just let you know later, but it was about like so many errors that came into the Bible and regular people put it together. Yeah. It has inspirational stories and God moved through people, but the Bible is not perfect, and the Bible was written through people's filters and pain, and I don't want to build my life on a book, like, or anybody else's experience. Like, I want it to be just my own connection, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hating on the Bible. <laughs> hating on it, just... <laughs> not loving it. Yeah, it's like, I mean, yeah, like, I honestly have found healing outside of the Bible myself. Like, I've not, uh, mm. most, I mean, mo- mostly that was, and that was like going to, um, like going on walks. Like, I always, I've always like kind of loved nature. I like looking at like the sky and looking at trees and stuff like that and just being like in nature. And so that's like something that is like very healing for me, honestly. Right. And it's like, and that's, and that's something like that. I'm like, that's, I mean, you know, I'm not like, that's not, not a thing that I can, that, you know, it's like, that's, there's nothing in the Bible about that. And so I'm just like, yo, okay, well, (laughs) maybe this is like, like a me, this is a me of way can me, connecting with God in a way is just me it and is. nature in a, in a very, is. yeah. In a very like intimate personal way. I mean, just like right. me and God are just in this, uh, in just 
me walking through nature like that type of thing like it's just i just i and yeah i mean i've found i have found like some some comfort with some verses like there are verses i will go back to in the bible um more specifically i guess like more like psalm 3 is definitely a like a a, a verse i will go back to from time to time or like Matthew five or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But um, I'm, I'm mostly just re- like, if anything, <laughs> I just read verses that like, just are yeah. feel good the, verses. Yeah, like, feel good verses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, but I've not been reading the Bible for like a while. So I've just, I've not been doing that. And so, and I'm, I think I'm okay with that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think everybody has their journey and their process, you know, and I am just so happy to have my experience outside of the church walls and outside of a book, you know, to where nothing and nobody is telling me what to do and how to think. And I could just be my authentic self, not perfect, you know, obviously, but there doesn't have to be any mediation between me and divinity or energy yeah. or light you know it's just mm-hmm. here i am <laughs> I, I forgot that's another word for uh, yeah divinity or the divine <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it's so beautiful and like how do you feel like do you feel like lighter like how have you changed since your deconstruction story Whew. uh like well... physically how do you feel physically and emotionally Physically, I always feel tired. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. Um, So um, I definitely don't, I'm not as anxious. Yay, that's big. That's huge. Oh, anxiety was like, especially when it came to hell and torture uh, for eternity forever that type of thing that definitely was a like a very uh traumatic fear driven effort mm-hmm. yeah very fear driven uh yeah thing for me and so <clears throat> having for to, me too um so yeah kind of like letting kind of letting that go and just kind of like and also realizing that maybe half the dreams I had, like either as a kid or, um, or into my teen and a, and early adult years, I was kind of like, maybe this was all like trauma, <laughs> so right. that I've like mm-hmm. needed to unpack and not some like uh, attacks. Yeah, not some like demonic thing or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's like totally. maybe it's you know it's like <laughs> no, you're gra- right. Greater levels, greater devils. Oh my right? god, don't even! <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. I they told me you're so anointed that the enemy is after you. Like I was like, oh my lord. Like, oh, like, thanks. thanks for that. <laughs> oh, that should that should make me feel better. Like, what are you talking about? Mm. But um, I wanted to say something. Have you heard of um Dr. Caroline Leaf? Caroline Leaf. Yeah, Dr. Leaf L E F. Uh, maybe. Well, anyway, she's a brain scientist, but she talks about how, like, in our dreams, we process our trauma. Like, dreams are one way of processing that during the day we don't have time to process or we just don't process. So it comes out through dreams. Oh, so like, (laughs) instead of thinking that the demons are coming after you, it's just your toxic beliefs and your body is trying to get rid of it by bringing it up during the night, you know? Mm, that's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, gosh, yeah. But I guess that's how it works. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, lovely. I love it. It's lovely. Anyway. Mm-hmm. 
So I think we're about to wrap up here. Uh, is there anything else you wish to share or do you have a message for the masses that who will be listening to this podcast? Hmm. Well, yeah, just off the cuff, just for whoever is going to be listening to this podcast. I just want you to know that you're not alone. That's number one. It's very important. I want you to know that you're not crazy and you're not broken and there's nothing fundamentally wrong with you and that there is a way to healing and there is a way to a peaceful life. So I just want to wish you the best and to find your community and your people and your journey doesn't have to look like anybody else's journey. Just mm. take your time and whatever, if you believe in light or good energy or love, I just wish that that presence would be with you. Mm. That's it. <laughs> yes. And amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Oh Can my I gosh, you're so fun. In the house Austin. of God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, thank you, Oya, for thank you, joining me on this on this episode, on this podcast, crazy thing, whatever. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. Anytime. To, to many more fun adventures. Yes, yes, yes. All righty. See you later. See ya. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Existential Wanderer podcast. I can't thank you guys enough for listening to these episodes. It means the absolute world that you guys even listen to this. I'm not a professional in any way, shape, or form. I'm not a voice actor or anything. I'm doing this all on my phone, and it's just, man, it's awesome. Another thing before I go is I really take what Oya said and really just like put that in your heart because it is it's good what she said it's good and you can have light love you can have presence and peace without all that toxic all the toxic beliefs and thank you guys for again once again for listening to this and remember that you are fearfully, wonderfully, beautifully, and remarkably made. Okay. Love y'all.